Great to have you with us, uh, Racing HQ Saturday, and uh, about to do the uh, full preview of Round Week today. Andrew Hurley, Brad Gray, and Ron Duffy about to join me. Firstly, though, let's find out what the stewards have seen across this venue today. Steve Ralton joins us uh, from the Racing New South Wales Stewards Panel uh, to advise of any uh, little pieces of information that are relevant to this card today. He's on the line now. Good morning to you, Steve. Good morning, Luke. What have you got for our listeners this morning? A um, bit light on today, but um, we'll go race one, number nine, IQ. Resumed uh, at Royal Rambic on the 29th of July. Uh, had to go back from the outside barrier. Uh, had difficulty obtaining clear running in the early part of the straight and closed off satisfactorily to be beaten a couple of lengths by Mogo Magic. Um, the race four, it's worth noting Principessa, which is backing up after winning on Wednesday, has incurred a two-kilogram uh, penalty. So the horse originally is handicapped with 52, will carry 54. And the obvious one in race eight, Golden Mile, was um, when Big Parade tragically broke down in the missile stakes. He was completely put out of the race and um, quite miraculously the the horse came through that um, uh, ordeal without any injury. The stable reported the horse um, pulled up um, without any issues and has trained on well. Fantastic, Steve. Appreciate your time this morning. You have a great day. Thanks, Luke. There's Steve Ralton joining us. Uh, yeah, that uh, issue with Golden Mile, he, um, he was lucky to stay up there in that particular race. Let's say good morning now to Andrew Hurley from tab.com.au and Sky Racing, who's going to run all, all of these markets uh, by us. Hurl's uh, exciting program ahead, Wink Stakes Day, Group 1 Racing, the first Group 1 of the season, and all the good horses are back. Good morning to you. Yeah, you just naturally get a bit of a spring in your step when you uh, jump out of bed on days like today. It's a superb meeting there and the, the feature race. It's, it's such a deep race, um, Luke, and uh, I guess the size of the field. Sometimes we see these early season wait for age races, only small fields, but uh, that's certainly not the case. And punters have been uh, up and at it already this morning, including a better 2,000 at uh, 4.20 on Zaki, uh, taken around about uh, five minutes ago. It's already in the 360 today. Okay. You could have sprung out of bed three hours earlier. We've got a t- chair here for you, a table and a wind jacket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ron Duffersy's here. Good morning, Duff. Shots fired morning, early. Duff. That's what I like to see, Duff, uh, just keeping hurls honest. Um, speaking of wind jacket, that breeze has picked up. Um, I'm glad you've got the, the head warmer on, Brad Gray. Good that Tommy Shelby could join That's us right. again. Uh, look at him. Uh, he's looking a treat. Yeah. How are you, Bradley? Good. Thank you, fellas. Yeah, good to be back. Grip one racing and back by unpopular demand, the old cap. But we'll yeah. give it a run nice and early while it's still breeze easy enough to get away with it but I guess you can approach today with some cautious optimism I think they're the two words that kind of spring to mind you're looking at a lot of horses that are first up uh, how forward are they can they make that transition from three to four no guarantees so when you're doing the form you are inclined to go for those class runners Mm. uh, who have been there and done it but when you say that uh, you look at the odds of some of these horses outside the market and I know you touched on already guys with a a horse like communist you, you think Oh, it's a little bit too big. So you can have your head turned in a few of these races. So uh, we'll know much more after today. Uh, but it's our job, I guess, first and foremost, to try and steer where they might be going today. So mm. we'll do our best. Um, Duff, uh, you alluded to maybe a possible track pattern today. We've got a soft seven. Um, when this rails, rail position is as it is, uh, they can come down the middle. Is that what you're sort of leaning towards? Uh, well, um, yeah, I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm tipping a few bad barriers. Oh, now today. you're sitting on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just because uh, it hasn't, we haven't used that inside section yeah, for a okay. while and the wind's blowing and it can 
it can put you in a bit of a spin. Hmm. I, I always like to assess it after two races, to yeah. tell you the truth. You up and about, though, Bradley? Oh, I've always. Always. These good horses are back. I'm up and about regardless of yeah, what horse is up and about. It doesn't matter what category of horse they are. They all pay the same at the end of the day. And when you're well, a punter, well, you're on. always a punter. Uh, that, that's BS, because where were you in winter? You took a month off. You, you're talk, <laughs> talking, yay? Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, rip in, guys. Um, we are broadcasting live from Randwick this morning. Great that you can join us for this full preview of this 10-race card. And the first is a benchmark 72. It's the midway over 1,200 metres, and Andrew Hurley's got the market for us. Yeah, and let's start with the scratchings here and the deductions, and Yuan comes out a zero. Five by five, cheerful legend, Miss Ciccone, zero, and one cent the win for Unwritten. Gives us up the top two, back rower, $4 to three ninety. Vindication, five fifty, twenty six putt for Doe. Don Luigi is a $34 chance. Ingaloo Star, $7. Now, Boss was well-backed early in the week. $15 we went up on Wednesday. $8 into seven fifty this morning. IQ's a $15 chance. Show no compassion, 61. Feel weary, interesting runner. It's back down from uh, Brisbane. It's a $9.50 chance. 21 to 7 Cs. Twice as special, 19. And super bright down the bottom, $6 and solid. So, as I said, uh, back rower is the favourite. We did have early support there uh, for horse number uh, 8, Boss, for Adam Duggan and Rachel King. 750 now. Yeah, Barry 16 becomes Barry 12 for back rower, so maybe a touch less scary, but I think you'll still see most of these turning for home. You can see their courtesy of racing and sports. I've read it similar. The only discrepancy or difference that I might see there is Ningaloo Star has raced forward in the past, so uh, I'm hoping we do get a change of tactics there and, and they can spear forward and maybe settle outside of Boss because I do think there is a position there up for grabs. But Boss looks your lead of indication, uh, lands on, on the back of Boss and gets every possible chance and the seven Cs won't be too far away. Yeah, I, I can see he's got a few obstacles to jump here and back row from that draw first up, but I think he's the I think he's the better of the day. I just think he's better than this class, and he's two trials and he's gelded this prep. They had a few issues with him after one run last preparation. They put him straight to the paddock, and he looks like the old back row at the trials to me, the one that's got form around Ozapenko and Manzois. So I think he'll win. I think the stable mates are good value here, and that's the seven C's who I like to first up run over an unsuitable distance. This suits much better. Ningalustan um, will come on from that as well. And she was far from disgraced in that midway last time first up. And best of the rest is the consistent vindication who appears to map well. I'm 3, 13, 7 and 4. You have gone the way of Ningaloo Star. Uh, two trials ahead of her return said that she was a little bit more forward in the past, potentially first up. But I think when you look back through her history, she does have a history of improving sharply second up. So I think she can make that necessary improvement. You watch the replay. She looms to win. It was an on-speed dominator race. And I think she just peaked on a run that last 100 metres. If they do go forward and do get into a controlling position outside the lead i think she finds the right race at the right time if there's a knockout i think it's iq i liked his run there uh, alongside smashing eagle first up that says that he's returned better than ever he's always had some talent uh, and i think maybe this might be the campaign he can go on with it no knock on back rower uh, he's the one with the, the runs on the board as far as the depth of form line Osapenko, manzois returns a gelding onwards and upwards for him and for vindication was 1200 meters back to 1100 meters last start i think that just told at the finish uh, he found moga magic a touch too sharp but he gets a very likeable setup today. Third up, 1,200 metres, and, and draws another lovely marble. So no excuses map-wise. Seven, nine, three, and four. For race caller, Darren Flindell, number four, Vindication, is his top selection to beat seven, three, and nine in the opening race, the Midway. 
Race number two at Ramwick today is a Class 2 highway over 1,100 metres. Andrew Hurley with the market. Yeah, just the two scratchings here. You colour, zero the deduction, and similar there. Well, same, heart of Vancouver, no deduction. Leaves us with the true market here where Derry Grove, Natural Willow, Matty Dunn, seven dollars. Eight fifty to seven fifty Sun Blue, Mystic Vein, seventy one dollars, Ostracized, nineteen into sixteen, Star of Kings, twelve dollars, sixteen dollars for Manzoni, Miss Kirabilly, five fifty to five, back to five fifty, Airline is a fifty one dollar chance, Crop Dust a thirty one, sixteen British Statesman, Centre Bounce twenty one. Our favourite is rumours abound. 420 to 440 this morning. Midnight Dream, $13. Pretty Vegas, 14 151 Noble Pluck and 41 for Insane Vault. So we say every single week, pretty wide open market for the highway here. Uh, I tell you, the most popular runner, however, today has been Derry Grove. Still holding its market, that $7 quote. Speed here, uh, plenty of it. Uh, you can see over 1,100 metres highway and a lot of them coming across from wider gates. Rumours abound. Star of Kings, uh, Miss Kirribilli will show some intent. Sung Blue, I think just got a lovely trail in behind and, and maybe Insane Vault as well. But I don't think there'll be any messing around in the early stages. No, I wouldn't think so. Um, look, I don't mind the race, actually. Um, it's a race I can bet into. I... I got the tick off I wanted to hear from Tim this morning, from Miss Curability, to say that she's sharp, she's well, she's fit, and she, she's ready to run well. So I, I think 550's good odds. I think she's got highway form in stronger races than this. And um, obviously, hopefully, she's over that issue she had with the bone chips, and she'll be a, a better mare this preparation. Um, dangers, I think. Sung Blue is interesting, 1,500 back to 1,100 after 70 days off, but with no trial, nice and fresh. Looks a little set up here, I think, from Brett Kavanagh to bring his young um, apprentice into town on a day like today to show off and uh, give him an opportunity of a, a city win. And then the Queensland form. So I'm on the highway form from the Queensland form. Uh, Derry Grove got a wet track win to his credit, has got speed and... I think uh, Centre Bounce has had excuses in Queensland um, at her two runs back from a spell and might be the forgotten horse at 20 to 1. 7, 2, 1 and 11. Derry Grove for Darren Flindell, number one on top. Uh, oh, he's brushed me. <laughs> he brushed I'm only him. sitting here, mate. <laughs> oh, your tips. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, I just... It was a lot. You know tips. what threw me? <laughs> oh, you're going to blame the leaf blower. I am. I am. <laughs> They're back. They're back for another season. I see, that, I see that magpie. He's been here for 10... He's the oldest magpie in the world. Oh, no. He jumps on the table every year we come. He coughs a bad rap, the leaf blower, and now he's getting blamed for your misdemeanors. <laughs> well, he's, he's late. He's late. He's supposed to start at 8 o'clock. I know. I, Brad, I'm really sorry. For skipping you there. Go ahead. Didn't seem super genuine, but carry on. <laughs> six, seven, one, two, six man's only. I'm going with a bit of a knockout hope here. Settled into life there at Maria uh, with Natalie Jarvis. Pretty well, this former Godolphin train galloper. Two wins, uh, a minor there last time out. And I'm just thinking it sets up for something to be strong late, and I think he fits that profile. Miss Kirribilli. I'll just be a little bit nervous about that last 50 metres, but she has found a, a likeable setup here. 1,100 metres, nice trial. She's been knocking on the door in Highway Company in the past. One, Derry Grove. Comes off an all-the-way win there at Ipswich last start. That says that he's returned well. A bit of a, a query in terms of the depth through that race. It hasn't subsequently stood up, but he did it in good style. And he's always teased talent. He did win uh, at the midweeks on debut. And two, Sung Blue. Versatile. Uh, loves getting his toe in. And he'll get a, a lovely camp just in behind the speed. So six, seven, one and two. Can I do Dar- Darren's tips now? Or? Yes, mate. Yeah, okay, beauty, mate. Uh, Derry Grove on top, number one for Darren to beat seven, two and 12. Race three market now. 2,400 here. Hurls for the stayers.
Double Cherry, the only scratching, and it's two cents the win, the deduction. Gives us to Kirkby at $5.50, out from four forty. Marshall Eagle uh, is a $6 chance. Intuitu is an $8 chance. Four forty Pacino, Olympic Theatre, 18 13 Shadow Park. Wangahoo is a seven fifty chance. Opened up at $9 this morning. 13 Karma Zone, Your Temptation, 61 an Awesome Wonder at 61 Duff, is this a case uh, of one of your phrases, mate, where anything goes? Uh, anything goes. You said 61 yeah. for Austin Wonder. I think it might be six, is it? Don't encourage uh, him. He's already fence-sitting today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, $6, yeah. No, uh, awesome yeah. Wonder, $6, no change. If I said 61, well, I apologise. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, there I don't know go. what happens here speed-wise, guys. There's a mm. few maps that are a, a little bit open for interpretation, and this is one of them. We don't really have a designated leader. Fongai, who has well, raced that's well. When, that's when you know. When when the graphic's showing Fongai who in front, that's, that's when right. you, there's not much doing. That's right. <laughs> and then you've got Olympic Theatre. Uh, can something from one of those outside gates show a bit more speed? But you look at their profiles, and they're all dead-set backmarkers. I don't know if they've got the speed uh, to get there. So... Don't really know, but I don't think it's going to be a truly run 2,400 metres either way. No, I've got no idea as far as the tempo and the race is concerned. I didn't want to tip out of that Warwick Farm race, uh, but I am, and I'm tipping Awesome Wonder, uh, only because of the 52 kilos factor, mm. and when you when they, if they do go slow and they sprint, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's the horses with the big weights take a bit longer to sprint. So I'll, I'll go with her. Uh, to beat Kirkaby, who's just Mr. Reliable, and he does get lovely cover, and he does settle well. Uh, interesting, this Melbourne visitor, Marshall Eagle, uh, timing's right for him, stable, seems to think he'll win. Uh, so I think we should bear some respect, and uh, just coming right-handed now with a trip away in wet form, he should be respected, and, and the other one out of the interstate form in Chiwetu, um has found may have just found his confidence now. Eleven, one, two, three. Is that awesome wonder by knockout? Because did you guys see the vision there of John O'Shea's right hook over? In oh, I did. Doing the mouth yeah. tie. Yeah, you seen this stuff? Oh, there was some he's venom. Up. He's away at the moment, John. Um, on a it's a health retreat of sorts. Yeah. But a bit of fitness is involved, and he's on the hitting the bags, doing a bit of mouth tie. And yeah, you wouldn't want to be on the I receiving saw, end. I saw Tommy Barry doing that. Yeah, yeah he's over there. He's over there with Tommy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, bit of, I'd bit rather fight Tommy than O'Shea. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair shout. One eleven three two for me. I've gone the way of Kirkaby. I know he's got 62.5 kilos on his back. You've got Nash doing the steering today. Uh, loses the claim uh, that saw him race so well last time out. Uh, I know he's got four. Uh, it was beaten four lengths there last time, but behind a pretty good one. Uh, didn't she make a statement, the winner of that particular race? So... I think he just gets the perfect run in behind. You know he's going to run well. Does a sit-sprint suit him? Probably not, uh, given he doesn't necessarily have a turn of foot. But uh, he's fit, he's flying, and all he has to do is hold his form. That reference behind Verona, I think Reed's okay for this. 11, awesome wonder. I can see the case there. 52 kilos. She had excuses at her past couple. No luck at Sandown. Uh, and then last, uh, she just had to take off uh, early and was left vulnerable late. In Chuatu, he might be coming into his own at the right time. He was good last start. Relished the 2,400 metres, beating Brown Thomas and Oz Legend, two horses we've got a, a pretty good handle on in Sydney. And Marshall Eagle, I didn't really know how to uh, to measure him up here. Six dollars, uh, he's well found, uh, but the winner that he bumped into there at Shea uh, Flemington last night looks to be a stay going places and does get out to 2,400 metres for the first time in Australia. So one eleven three and 2 in race 3. Darren's found him, Marshall Eagle, 2 on top to beat one eleven and 3. As we go now to race number 4, Andrew Hurley has the market. 
Yeah, bazooka, zero by zero, the deduction, seven by seven, Grisilla Skylar, Mahagoni, two by one, zero, two big furry, Fajita Sand, seven by eight, and Amor Victorious, 11 by 11, so a few scratchings and deductions there. Please us with Casino Kid 13. We did bet as much as $51 for Casino Kid. I noticed a few uh, well, smallish bets uh, earlier in the week for it. 26, Osbred Rising Sun. King's Hair is a $15 chance. 26, Cruel Summer. Queenmaker, $8. Night, 51. Hollywood Hero, $6. $5, Ivan's Hero. For Victory, it's the favourite, 550 to 480 much as $15 was bet for it. Phillipsburg, 16 950 Prince of Pessa. And Venelope is an $8 chance. Prince of Pessa, oh, I don't recall seeing. Joe doesn't uh, shy away from backing his horses up after seven days. But uh, this one earlier in the week, Prince of Pessa, is not known to, uh, to salute first. But maybe the penny's dropped and he's decided to go on with it. Yeah, on the four-day turnaround, Prince of Pessa. So she's nice and fit and she's in winning form, but she'll settle in the second half of the field. She's a, a mare that likes to find her feet. At the top end, you've got Knight as the likely leader. I think Queenmaker won't be too far away, albeit she is off a, a little freshen up uh, back to the mile. Uh, Ivan's Hero wasn't all the way winner there last time. A bit of a different shape here, but he won't be too far away. And Hollywood Hero uses that draw to punch up to be prominent. So those four will so- sort themselves out, but I think Knight ultimately finds the front duff. Yeah, we just lost a little bit of... Uh speed with them all victorious putting the pressure on early here what happened to this price i wrote down ten dollars nine dollars yesterday um for victory i thought he was the value runner of the day well he's favorite now um i thought it was a lot to like about his second up run with excuses first up with a poor post-race recovery so i'm judging him that's his form like last time and a mile should suit him better and he looks at a young improving import so very happy with him. I'm not so happy with the price. Um, lucky I'm on, but I've got a couple, couple of little deductions there. But i like to see the confidence. Um, I think uh, Vanellope, that's how you say it. They tell me it's Penelope with a V. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vanellope uh, is some sort of threat here. She's a young, uh, a lightly raced mare who is screaming out for the mile looking at a replays. Casino kid. Casino kid. You he's found another spot for him. He's coming good, I uh, think. I He was better last yeah, week. He was, he was. He was better last week, making ground down the middle there late. And he gets the Ramwick wet now. Mm. He gets the Ramwick wet, and he's all his form is on the wet. So I have to find another spot for him <coughs> one more time. And Hollywood Hero gets a few favours just on the speed here and will run well. 15, 18, 1 and 12. Yeah, I've gone lightning to strike twice in the space of four days with Prince of Pessa. I think she's a mare in really good form at the moment. Uh, she originally did carry 52 kilos here, was penalised uh, after a win there on Wednesday, just going up in the ratings. Now she'll carry 54, but $9.50 for a mare uh, in really good form. She's full of confidence and she just loves getting her toe into the ground. So a likeable setup here just to get last look uh, with that 54 on her back. Four victory, no knock there, uh, the writing's on the wall that uh, a win isn't too far away. He's lightly raced. Uh, he's listed, placed uh, when trained in France. He's only had the six career starts. I don't know what happened there at Sandown on debut. He did absolutely nothing, but last up, great behind Watergoss. Uh, Hollywood Hero, I think you can turn the tables on, on Ivan's Hero. Uh, he's another one that profiles quite nicer here. He likes getting his toe into the ground. He maps to get all favours. And Ivan's Hero, those two pretty much go into the race tight of the hip as far as that form reference. But 17, 15, 12 and 13, a lot of big numbers there. Mm. Um, I can't count much higher than 17. Uh, Darren's gone 15 on top four victory to beat 9, 4 and 12. As we go to race number five now, good group three contest here, Hells.
Yeah, the Show County quality. Wasn't Show County a beauty duff? It, it was a Brian Wood that, um, was it B Wood that yep. uh, rode Show County? Yeah, did Horry yep. McCoy have it? That's it. No, um, not Horry. Who had him? Who had him? Jeez, um, I should know. Yeah, we'll come back to you. It'll come, it'll, come, it'll come to me. No worries. Well, this Talk is us through the, the market, mate. Yeah, this is one of the better betting races on the card. Zugoch has come out 16 by 13. Juanes Noches up the top, 460 to 480. Did track early support at $8. You called it at 11. Rocketing by 23. 101 Skylab. Argentia, $10. $7 Dragonstone. Fender, 18. 380 to 350. Kalino, and extremely lucky, our favourite, 350. 30 to 340. Well, punters are still counting their cash from Colino winning first up. It was absolutely hammered. Uh, as far as popularity since the market opened, uh, it's still Buenos Notches and then Dragonstone. But as I said, this is a really competitive race. Uh, we've currently got extremely lucky at 340, but there might be some jostling for positions at the top of the market there. Maxie Wiggins had uh, yes. show a county. Max Wiggins. Yeah, yep, just got a text from uh, a listener there, Danny Coyne, Maxie Wiggins. All right. I did hear a little bit of zest in the voice there from Hurls about Argentia. You can just tell reading between mm. the lines with Hurls sometimes. I don't know if he's keen on Argentia. <laughs> but uh, change of tactics this morning uh, announced by Joe Pride there with Argentia to be ridden further forward. So I guess Is that's fast the, enough? I don't know. Well, at least that's the first piece of this puzzle. Uh, there's only 10 more to, to kind of get there as far as any confidence regarding this map because this is another head scratch. You've got Fender as a default leader. I had Kalino going forward. He has raced well from outside the lead in the past. You called it. I don't know if I'm as convinced as racing in sports that he can go forward back in journey here from the wide gate in Argentia. Uh, if ridden with intent, maybe there is a, a spot for her on top of the speed, but every chance that this turns into a bit of a dash home as well, Duff. Yeah, messy race to read, isn't it? It's a messy race to read. I think no, he'll lead Fender, and we'll see if Argentia can get up outside him and stack him up. But uh, I'm with extremely lucky. I'm weakening. I'm weakening, weakening a little. He's... Um, He's, his trials have just been too good. Oh. I mean, and just look at that weight. He's got 53. And what, why I'm weakening is that the, there's been real... No one really tipping Kalino, but he just keeps firming, firming, firming. So mm. um, I'd say the big computers have got him right in the market here. But I'll, look, I'll stay with I'm extremely lucky. If there was speed in the race, I'd be very confident with Buenos Notches. Uh, he is a really good colt, this fella. He's a really good colt, so I'm happy to hear Matt say he's bigger and stronger and not a, nothing wrong with him. He's getting out to an attractive price here again. Uh, Argentia, I love her. Um, would have loved her more at 1,300, I think, although, you know, different trainer, different tactics. Um, and her first up run, I, look, she had a bit of a wintry look about her first up. I think she's only got scope for improvement. And Dragonstone, what you see is what you get with him. He just minds his own business on the inside here. He'll be close up in his own right at 1,200 metres. And um, he'll run his usual honest race. One, 10, 1, 6 and 7, but the Kalino moves got me um, nervous. Yeah, I'm with extremely lucky. Uh, we know where he starts the campaign today, obviously, in the show county. But where does he end it? That's going to be fascinating to see, isn't mm. it? Mm. I think everything will be on the table at the moment. Got Luke here pointing to the sky like he's going uh, mountain the summit. You might go to the summit. Who knows? There's plenty of spots up for grabs for that particular race. But eight one 
or 10, 1, 8 and 9. Uh, yeah, his trials have been outstanding. 1,200 metres first up. That is the query. Chris Waller outlined that with you fellas uh, this morning. But his trials have been too good to be true. When you go back to his form in Adelaide, and a couple of things he did over there sectionally just suggested that he was going to be a horse that was going to charge through the grade. So, yep, we'll follow him in. One, Buenos Notchos. Well, his form speaks for itself. The last three times I've seen him at, seen him at the races have all been in Group 1 company. Coolmore's, Lightning Stakes, Newmarket. So he's got form around the best sprinters uh, in the country, doesn't he? And even prior to that, uh, he's... he's close-up photo to Giga Kick, so no knock on him today, albeit he does pay the penalty for that consistency. Eight Fender, your default leader, uh, might give them all something to chase down, and the same can be said for Kalino, now $3.50, uh, you're right with that price move there, Duff, $3.50 Kalino, but I had him as getting Matt Favors as well, uh, hence he's in the numbers, 10, 1, 8, and 9. Yeah, Darren's with him as well, um, the sectional star, extremely lucky, 10 on top to beat 1, 7, and 9. Race six at Randwick. Andrew Hurley's got the market for another Group Three here over the two thousand. Yeah, Wild Chap, the only scratching here and zero is the deduction. Leaves us up the top here with King Frankel. Now it's Annabelle Neesham. It's a thirteen, but it's out from eight dollars on Wednesday. Cleveland's been back twenty six dollars into ten. Gear up forty one. Twelve dollars Desert Icon. Boise Dajon is a thirteen dollar chance. Nineteen Fancy Man. Uh, Hosier, we went up eleven dollars for it. It's into five dollars. Point Nepean, 41. Military Mission, 26. 126 for Raging Bull. Thabaskin is an $81 chance. Bonnie Ezra, 15 to 11. 34 in Fortune. Faulkner Park, our favourites, up from 250 to 3.10. Borna King, 26. And Max Schnell, a $17 chance. Pretty quiet this morning here. Faulkner Park is getting the nod and pretty much has throughout uh, betting, but um, yeah, I think this market still might uh, readjust itself between now and start time. Speed, Mark Schnell goes forward, King Frankel comes across from the wide draw, Hosier uh, won't be too far away, getting out to 2,000 metres again, Desert Icon typically puts himself out on top of the speed, now you've got military mission drawn wide, I think that suits him to some extent, uh, because he just takes forever to, to wind up and click through his gear, so he gets the chance to just carve across uh, under his own steam there in the early stages. Though. Interesting race, um, a lot of queries here with the first uppers and whatever, how times have changed in the last 10 years. With mm. We'd get to these staying races at this time of year. We'd have five or six runners. We're going to be at 15 imports here. and They're all um, here now, and uh, they make, they've really boosted our staying ranks. So I like Faulkner Park. I didn't like the price on Wednesday when I was sort of done. I did the form before the price has come up. I thought, geez. Uh, that's short enough for a you know he, you know horse is just more or less at a 78 level, um, but he's getting out to where I want him to be nilly, nilly. Um, just want to see how the track. I want to see something running on, and he is top pick for me. Terrified of the Cleveland. You look at that Tankred run and the boom that he had on him coming over here as being one of the best performed imports around. Um, and I want to be forgiving for the Sydney Cup where it wasn't right. So, interesting Chris coming here. I know it's only 2,000 metres and all these forms a bit longer, but um, without a trial, he'd be fresh enough. Hosier presents beautifully, I must say. Um, he's, a, he's a wet tracker for a start, and his dry track form of late is outstanding, and the market's gravitated to that now. Mm-hmm. And 2,000 mm-hmm. metres is perfect for him at this stage of his preparation. He's got a real fitness edge, this horse. And... Wadajant, 
is firming now. The, the price was ridiculous comparison to Desert Icon out of their last run last time. Uh, so I think it, this race is um, just sets up all right for him, nice and fresh. These horses coming back from the late Brisbane winter always win at this time of year. Uh, 14 to 7, 5, and Bonnie Ezra is the other one I wanted to include. 7, 14, 12 and 1 for me. I've got a little spot there for Bonnie. I've gone the way of Hosier here. The price is long gone. I think he, he's probably bottomed out at that $5. You might get a little bit better uh, once this percentage starts to come down closer to jump. But uh, he just has such a lovely profile. I think the key to him is the fact that he's been racing so well on top of the ground. And he's a horse that tends to, to need the sting out of the ground to, to run up to his best. You look at his record. Uh, eight goes on soft ground for six wins. So 2,000 metres, fourth up. Gets a lovely run, 54.5. Jason Collett has a lot in his favour, and I can only see him somewhere in the finish. 14 Faulkner Pike, the only knock uh, was the price. Yeah, it is getting uh, a little bit better now, $3.10. You might even get better again. He's going to see them all turning for home, but we know he's got the, a turn of foot to, to overcome that. He was fantastic in defeat there last time out, and he does look to be a stay going places, no denying that. 12 Bonnie Ezra did bounce back from a poor showing last uh, campaign to win at big odds. Now, hasn't quite got out to the $41 that he won at last campaign, but I wouldn't be too quick to dismiss him. I know he was a little bit plain there last start, but he might have had a, a couple of excuses and one King Frankel. 59 kilos is a, a little bit different to the 53 kilos that he carried to win first up last prep <coughs> where he beat Banju, but uh, wasn't that long ago he was placing in a tanker at Wait for Age, so he does have a bit of, a bit of class, the King up top. 7, 14, 12 and 1. Darren's found him as well, Hosier, number 7 on top to beat 14, 5 and 13. Race number seven is the Toy Show Quality 1100 Metres Group 2, uh, Group 3, I should say, for the three-year-old fillies. Yeah, it's always a good race, too, and this year no different. Winning verse comes out, won by 0-0-4, Duchy of Savoy. We've got Zugotcha, 340 to $3 is our favourite. How's the Serenity? 26. 850 Maliva in from 15. 850 North Star Lass, a drifter from 6. Uh, Cinderella Days, 8 to 7, back to $8. 201 Albalagio Miss. Uh, Paracel, popular early, 370. 550 Queen of the Ball. Petulant, 41. And Lady Brook, 100 to 1. Zugotcha, most popular runner. Uh, Cinderella Days holding its line at $8, and a little birdie may or may not have told me that the stable's absolutely wrapped with Cinderella Days. Yeah, they've got a reasonable opinion of her by, by all accounts. So light up this screen, Racing and Sports. There you go, plenty of red from the inside. Cinderella Days, how's the Serenity, Queen of the Ball, North Star Lass. You could probably even throw Petulant into the mix there. We did lose winning verse, but still a stack of pressure there. Something's got to give in the early stages, Duff. Yes, it certainly does, although sometimes when all that speed's all drawn together in close, it can uh, slow them up a bit because the outside pressure doesn't come. Uh, look, I um, the, she's firming now, isn't she, the class of Zugotcha? Um, terrific mare, great will to win. Uh, 1,100 may not be her sweet spot, but uh, she's going to be hard to hold out late here. Um, I think Paracel probably is the danger, uh, hard to knock her form, she's hardly put a foot wrong and these are Stearns, love the wet tracks um, Queen of the Ball, she's nice and sharp at the trials, she'll give a great sight up and speed, and I'm going to throw in Cinderella Days, who I'm very wary of um, looks uh, trained up to run well hard heel two trials, wet tracks good, looks fancy, good rap on her, and uh, interesting this Melbourne Phillies firming, Maliva, I've got a enormous respect for this Philip Stokes stable when the money comes for them so 
maybe she's better than what it reads on paper. One, seven, eight, and five. Yeah, I'm with her as well. So you've got tra- the top one, five, seven, and eight. I think the soft track is part of the reason why all that support's come. You'd get a little bit nervous, wouldn't you? 1,100 metres, firm track, out the back, uh, and would she have the turn of foot to get home over the top? But I think a soft track just takes that dash out of a few of her rivals. So uh, if James McDonald just can find a, a bum to follow in the straight, maybe get the back of Paracel or a horse like that, uh, she is going to take holding out. Five, Cinderella Days, no excuse for her map-wise. I think she hands up ultimately and just takes a lovely trail in behind the speed she wasn't far off some of the better three-year-olds last campaign in secret form sunshine in paris we know hot how hot that surround stakes is and she wasn't too far off them and she always gave the impression there's still more to come paracel well she's got genuine 1100 meter form maybe a few of these can't say that however i just don't know where she gets to from the draw but the way she's trialed this time back suggests that she can go on with it again and we saw her uh, create a bit of a picket fence there last campaign and queen of the ball Probably doesn't want it too much wetter, uh, but on the strength of her trials, alongside Alligator Blood and Nature Strip, that says that she's returned as well as ever uh, as well. So plenty to play out here, but I'm with Zoo Gotcha, one, five, seven and eight. For Darren Flindell, five on top. He's Cinderella Days to beat eight, seven and one. The boys, Joe and Ben, are doing a great job getting us to air this morning, and you just let a little teaser loose in the break. Um, Joe's followed you around and there's going to be a, a nice little Brad Gray package appearing on our Sky Racing screen soon, hey? Yes, potentially so. Followed wow. me around the golf course. I was saying to Joe before, the power's in Joe's hands because <laughs> there was the good, the bad and the ugly and everything in between. So They say got... you're a good caddy anyway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I can carry the sticks, all right? Yeah, 100%. Beautiful. Well, look out for that. Um, that'll certainly get the female viewership up, Bradley. No comment. <laughs> I thought he was going to move He's on there. He's married with children, you know. Yeah, I know, I know. He's a handsome man, though. Gee, you look good this morning, I'm telling you. Wink Stakes, Group 1, 1,400 metres, Waterfield uh, hurls. This is just exciting. Uh, we see some of the big dogs back, and in particular, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Think It Over make his return because uh, it's been a long road, and Duff and I spoke to Kerry Parker this morning about his recuperation, and uh, he's back at the races today. Yeah, Nash retains the ride as well. So, yeah, very exciting to see it back. Let's have a look at the scratchings here. And it comes out Arapeo uh, going global. And attrition, zero deductions. All right, so up the top, think it over. It's been $11 to $10. Held that line pretty much since uh, about Wednesday afternoon, about 5 o'clock. They were happy to get involved. But uh, the punters, uh, yeah, happy to get involved. But uh, the traders there, Still holding it solid at ten dollars. Zaki, very popular this morning. It's four twenty into three seventy, a bit of four thousand, uh, two thousand and four twenty taken on it. Malanga, fourteen to fifteen, eighty-one. Princess Guardi, or Francesco Guardi, Communist, forty-one, thirteen. Golden Mile, Osipenko, thirteen, sixteen. Lindemann, Major Bill, twenty-one dollars. Jewis is a fifty-one dollar chance. Montefilia, specking early, twenty-six. It's now. $18 chance. Fangirl, uh, 460 Wednesday. It's $6 now. 15 to 16 for Princess Grace. Hinge, 16 to 17. King Colorado. Now, they went up $26 for red, and punters were happy to take the risk at $26, uh, knowing that if it was the scratching money back, it's now into $10, and Navajo 
think is an $81 chance. Okay, tail of the tape is they're letting you on with Hinged at $17, despite the fact it's been popular today. As I mentioned, money early for King Colorado, holding its line at uh, $10 quote. Uh, think it over. I was surprised, actually. I thought this might have drifted. It still may, but it's uh, been very solid at $10. And Fangirl, as always, she's had some fans, and she's at $6. But a Group 1 race with Group 1 betting, no two ways about it. A very different-looking market now, isn't it, uh, compared to 24 hours ago? So, obviously, the the weather's dictating that market move for Zaki with Fangirl going the other way at the moment. But looking at the speed, I think Zaki does find the front. You've got Major Beal coming across. Maybe Navajo Peak now. Uh, originally didn't consider him, but now he's in the field. Uh, Hinged gets a lovely trail in behind. I think Golden Mile, Princess Grace use their spots. And the one that I guess I got wrong there earlier in the week, I zigged when I should have zagged with Linderman. I thought they might have been a little bit conservative first up 1,400 metres, but listening to Chris Waller throughout the week, uh, they're quite a bit of roll-on stuff. Yeah, I think that's his style. That's when he best runs there. He loves to tough it out on speed. And I, I, I want to be with him, to tell you the truth. I was hoping the fence might be a little off and mm. he can yeah. roll forward here and take his time doing it. I love the way he's come up and I like the prep he's had and I think he'd be forward enough to run very well here. Um, but over to you, punters, it's uh, anything goes here. Um, Princess Grace, I like. I loved her first trial. And I love these imports, second prep, and she's very well performed with her American form. Golden Mile, what, well, what would have happened the other day, I don't know, but he presents well if the fence is still okay. And Fangirl, it's, she's getting out like it's a heavy track. Um, her soft form's good. It's just the real heavy tracks that she doesn't like. So, look, no knock on Zaki, no knock on Communist, and no knock on Hinged. 9, 15, 7, 13. Yeah, they're all first up, aren't they, besides from Golden Mile, and he only had half a run. Uh, He's had three trials. When he was was Mm. knocked down, exactly right. I've gone the way of Zaki here, so swimming... Uh, with the current, uh, a lot of punters obviously with him now, $3.70, but he's got a fantastic first-up record. I know he's not getting any younger now, being a nine-year-old, but by all reports, uh, he's come back fit and firing so much so that Annabelle Neesham has actually moved his preparation forward. Uh, so he skipped a trial, and here he is on the back of just one hit out. Instead of going to the tramway, uh, he's ready for the wink stake. It was the complete opposite last preparation, where she wasn't happy enough with him and mm-hmm. delayed his campaign. So that bodes well for, for his preparation going forward, Zaki. And what he did first up, last preparation, 1,400 metres, on a soft track at Randwick. Uh, he ran giga kick to a narrow margin and, and did it in good style there because they went very fast out on top of the speed. 13 Fangirl, uh, she'll get the chance to blend into the race at the right time if they're coming down the middle. Uh, look for her late. Uh, she'll be glad to see the back of Animo. Hinged, I don't think this is much between Hinged and Fangirl as the market often suggests. Uh, you look at their head-to-head record, nine times they've met uh, and Hinged is only one behind, 5-4 uh, at the moment. In the way Fangirl Hinge loves getting a toe in. She maps beautifully. She'll run well. It's the only way she knows how to. And think it over. I have got a spot in there for him. Do concede he's going to be better for the hit out. But just on class, on the strength of his recent trial, maybe a little fairy tale could be in the offering today. 2, 13, 6, and 8, 16, and 1. Darren Flindell in the winks. He's 16 on top. That's hinged to beat 2, 7, and 15. And we spoke about it earlier when we talked to Chris Waller, Duff. He's looking for his 150th Group 1 today. 
Hugh Bowman, the jockey of Lindemann, looks for his 100th Group 1 in Australia. So we know the association they both had with the Wondermare Winks, so it would be fitting if they could do it in, in this race named in her honour. Incredible. And to think if Louise Day beats them both, it's yep. her first. How good would that be? <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, race number nine we move to next uh, with our Randwick preview. And uh, this race is the Silver Shadow over 1,200 metres. Andrew Hurley's got the market. Yeah, my humble. It's an absolute beauty as well. Uh, Inhibitions comes out three by two. August Bloom, two cents the win. Leaves us up the top with Lazago. It's a $26 chance. Cristilli, $5 to four eighty. Platinum Jubilee, five fifty. Went up four forty for it. Uh, $11 Autumn Ballet. Kamachi, $9 to $8. We've got Zardozzi at $10 out from $9.50. 14 to 15 Terramina. Amazonian Lass, 151 71 French Endeavour. Estriella is our favourite, 370 to 310. Summer Loving, 34. 201 Private Legacy. And Mumbai News is a $31 chance. Hasn't been overly busy this morning. I'm happy to jump into Estriella early. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's just interesting. We've got 310, what, 485, 50, Platinum Jubilee. Uh, Komochi did attract some support earlier in the week. It's actually in the 750 in the last five minutes. That's a go, isn't it? $3.10 now. Estriella, mm. she's really cleared out uh, at the top of betting. So she'll get a lovely run, uh, and I guess she's got the little fitness edge there. So she just should camp in behind the speed. Tayamina goes forward, Platinum Jubilee, Amazonian Last there, all from the same stable, of course, and, and Autumn Ballet. French Endeavour uh, can hold some kind of position. Uh, yeah, so I think Estriella obviously gets Matt Favour, so no, no excuses there. Yeah, uh, I like her, um, but gee... $3.10 in a field like this, it cannot get any shorter than that. Um, keep, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Jamie Carr. Yeah, she'll, she'll have to drift, though. Yeah, she has to drift. Yeah. Um, it's just that they're easy to lay because everyone likes to back Jamie Carr. Um, yep, I think she sets up pretty well. I think she's a nice filly. Love the way she rallied when Cabellus got to her the other day. and just I think she just lacked the race smarts about herself. And didn't know how to really flatten out so against her own sex here I think I want to put her on top Platinum Jubilee's a good filly and uh, she must be respected mapping well here I reckon this is flying Kamochi absolutely flying from what I've seen at the trials and Christilli yep I, I, I get it she's got the wet form and she's got the big group one uh, group two I should say the big money last time um, and she could be very good. We'll learn more about her today. McDonald's happy to ride her. Uh, the other ones I want to mention, the Oaks fillies are dozy, will be charging late, and there's worse specs than Mumbai Muse here. 11, 3, 5, and 2. Yeah, this is one of those races, isn't it, where you look at a few of these outside the market and you think, oh, that's a little bit too generous. Uh, the one for me was Summer Loving. That $71 has gone now, $34. She's got a profile of a, a real knockout hope in a race like this. But I've gone with Chris Dilley. I think she has to be the starting point here on, on the strength of her Percy Sykes win. No guarantees. She'll train on at, at 3, but I think she's still a work in progress, so there's much more to come from her. She's still got a few little kinks to iron out by all reports. 11, Estriella, uh, the, the market mover there, uh, $3.00. 10 now. 
She's got the runs on the board as far as a little fitness edge. I love the way that she was coming again through the line last start. I think 1,200 metres now suits perfectly. She'll bounce out and put herself right there. Summer loving the knockout. I don't think there's as much between Summer loving uh, and Platinum Jubilee as that market suggests. There certainly wasn't that much between them when they clashed in the Magic Million. She had excuses there first up, Summer loving, uh, and we've seen coincide come out and frank that form. And Platinum Jubilee, that form uh, through Cylinder does read well for this. So 2, 11, 12 and 3, but a number of different ways you can go. 5, 8, 11, 15 for Darren. He's tipping Ruffin, number 5. Um, in fact, I've uh, read that jumped wrong. Jumped the gun. Jumped the gun. He's tipping Kamochi. Uh, that's in the last. Uh, Kamochi is Darren's tip. 5 on top to beat 8, 11 and 15. Race number 9. Now time for the market on the last race. Andrew Hurley has it. Benchmark 78, 1200. Yeah, a few scratchings here. Munitions comes out 3x3. Three 3x3 by three. Three by three for Dalalat. Vavia, 11 by 10, 10 by 9, way brighter boy, and Shine, 6 by 7. Pacific Ruby, 390 to 370. King of Naples, 550 into 460 this morning. Uh, Rusin's 23 to 18. Our favourite is Time to Boogie, 270. Huon, 34, 21, Byron Bell. Capital Queen, 15. We went up 34 for it. Uh, Tintuki, 850 to 750, and Kattegat. At $41. Uh, looking at the hold on the race, Pacific Ruby, uh, despite the fact it's second favourite, holding double what uh, Time to Boogie is this morning. There was money early for King of Naples as well, and also Tintuki. Uh, uh, trusting bunch. <laughs> yeah, speed here. Time to Boogie goes forward. Uh, I think Ruthen will be ridden with intent. Uh, listening to what Joe Pride said after last start, that he might or she might be a little bit more effective when ridden on top of the speed in her trials. Uh, since then, uh, probably suggests as much, at least tactically. Munitions can come across. Uh, outside that, you're probably looking at King of Naples just to get a tuck in behind the speed, Duff. Yep, I want to uh, be on Pacific Ruby here. She uh, likes the wet. Uh, that lovely little freshen up. Forgive last time, previous one, well, that stands out, that Barbie's Fox Forms line in a benchmark 78. So I'll lean that way. Um, I did hear an interview saying that she's a bit of a hothead, so I'd maybe wait till I see how she parades. Time to boogie, yep. But what you see is what you get. Improving horse. Michael seems to think that he'll handle the wet. He's happy with him there. Byron Bell's a little interesting one for me. I know you may look at it and say, oh, out of the oak, she's got no hope at 1,200, but she's got some nice little sprint form in the past, and I like the trials. And I'll throw in Tintuki, another one. I think the uh, wet track is certainly going to play in her favour here today, and she gets a chance. 3, 7, 11 and 13. 3, 7, 13, 4. I'm with her as well. Pacific Ruby, I do think the, the, the stable have just been chasing wet tracks with her. She was so dynamic there. Two starts ago at Sandown, beating Barbie's Fox, as you say, Duff, and we know what Barbie's Fox has uh, gone on and done since. It was a strong win there in Benchmark 84 company. So it does have to cope with a little drop back in, in trip here, 1,200 metres, but everything uh, probably offsets that. James McDonald, perfect gate, just camps... Somewhere midfield, maybe a touch closer, and with Ruthen uh, keeping the main danger, time to boogie uh, company up top. I think he gets or she gets her chance to, to rattle home over the top there. Uh, seven weeks between runs, a little tick over trial since. Time to boogie, no knock on his consistency. Clearly returned well, uh, was just outpointed there by Bruden. Or last start, we're again hard in the market. He's returned uh, as well as ever. 13 tin took I tend to agree. I think she is looking for a, a little bit of cushion out of the ground. She gets that. Uh, she was so dynamic first and second up. Her form has just tapered off a touch here, but just the 53.5 kilos on her. 
her back today. And she can duck and weave a path late with Jean Van Overmeer in the saddle. Uh, she'll make her presence felt. And King of Naples, speaking of consistency, uh, he's come back really well and just has to hold his form to be thereabouts once more. 3, 7, 13 and 4 in the last. Darren is with number three on top, uh, King of Naples, uh, Pacific Ruby rather, uh, to beat uh, seven time to boogie, then King of Naples, and 13, Tintuki. Three, seven, four, and 13 for Darren. Ron Duffersey, what is your best for Randwick? Yeah, get in early. Uh, back <coughs> rower in the first, best value. It's not value anymore. Race four, number 15, uh, for victory. Brad Gray. Yeah, I've gone to the last for my uh, best bet. Race 10, number 3, Pacific Ruby. I just think she's found the perfect race today. The perfect setup. Uh, should have no excuses. The, the switch horse there for Kieran Maher and David Eustace. And I'm happy to go to the well again with Prince of Pessa on the, tur- the quick turnaround. I think she's a, a mare with a tail in the air and she gets a likeable setup today uh, get to find her feet. Nice big Randwick straight. Sting out of the ground. So race 4, number 17, Prince of Pessa. Hopefully she can get the cash again. Thanks for your time, mate. Enjoyed the thoughts. Um, and Duff, uh, we'll hear you on Sky Thoroughbred Central a bit later. Thanks, Luke. That's the Randwick preview. Andrew Hurley will join me other side of this to run through the Sydney markets, uh, etc. And then we'll do our full Melbourne preview as well. Our Sky Racing viewers are now about to leave us, uh, being 9 o'clock. Plenty more ahead on Sky Sports Radio after this Racing HQ Saturday.